morning. It's the Workers' Beat. I'm Gene Lanson here with the beautiful redhead. Good morning. It's Bonnie Mathias. How is everybody this fine weekend? And the Workers' Beat is about everything from the point of view of working families. It's going to be really hot today, Gene. (laughs) That's the first thing. Yep. It's going to be really hot. And September the 24th at 10 o'clock in the morning, the y'all, Young Active Labor Leaders, have a sip-in at Starbucks just off I-35 at 2425 Valley View Lane. This is a new Starbucks that is getting organized, and they're there to support them. At 3.30 tomorrow on the 24th, an online contest to see who can do the best fund pitch for Young Active Labor Leaders of DFW. September the 26th at 6 p.m., attend the dartboard on behalf of the Amalgamated Transit Union. I think that's local 1338 at 1401 Pacific in downtown Dallas. They are facing some hard times from their employers. This is the bus drivers and and people who fix the buses and and keep us rolling, uh, and they want some help in facing their employers. Uh, 26th at 6 p.m., 1401 Pacific. At September the 26th at 6 p.m., unpacking the 88th legislature. This is online (laughs) with the Texas AFT. September the 27th at 6 p.m., quote, it's better in a union how to organize your workplace. Online presented by the National AFL-CIO. Cool. September the 28th at 6 p.m., the Dallas School Board meets at 5151 Samuel Boulevard, and the educators want you to wear a red shirt and come on their behalf because education in Texas is in a lot of trouble, all because of the governor. <laughs> well, not all because of the governor, but largely because largely of the governor. Largely because of him, because he's got this bug in his rear end. He thinks, I'm just going to keep calling special sessions until you give me what I want. Yes, and he yes. also is asking, he's also asking all the preachers to uh, tell their congregations to vote and to pressure their uh, their congregations to help get tax money for private schools. Eh. And that is so clearly illegal, but who cares anymore after the Paxton case? Do we have any laws in Texas that anybody cares about? I thought we On did. On October the 3rd at 6 p.m., the retired educators, GOTV, which is, means uh, get out the vote, for COLA, which means <laughs> cost of living allowance, with the Texas AFT, which means American Federation of Teachers. That's right. October the 3rd, International Trade Union Day of Action for Peace. October the 4th at 12.30 p.m., the Dallas chapter of the Texas Alliance for Retired Americans meets at the American Federation of Teachers Hall, Bishop and Sitter in Oak Cliff. Everyone is invited. You don't have to be a retiree. Call Judy, 214-729-0063. October the 7th at noon, there will be a rally at the Texas State Capitol in Austin to save our schools. Lou Luckhart of the Dallas AFLCO is organizing carpools. October the 7th, from 3 to 7, Texas AFL-CIO Women's Committee Paint and Sip Party. That's getting to be fun. October the 10th, the last day to register to vote for November the 7th election. And in October the 13th, I added this. I want you to know there's going to be a political strike in France. And I brought it up so I could explain what a political strike is. I heard about that. (laughs) We don't ever have a political strike here in the United States. They're mad in France because they want to raise their retirement age to, what, 62? Yes, yeah. Ours, uh, they've already it, got that's ours. That's not the only thing. It, no. There's but, also their yeah. taxes and their governance and corruption, uh, a whole bunch of reasons. But the point is that in France and in some places in Europe, they have what they call a political strike, which means that the people are demanding changes in legislation or... Maybe they're asking for somebody to step down, get out of office. But anyway, it's a political goal, and the whole nation goes on strike. And I think it's very appropriate to talk about this because very, very soon, in about a week, mm-hmm. we are facing another government shutdown yep. caused by a handful of jerks <laughs> of of a very, very anti-labor people. Not just anti-labor, they're anti-everything that's good and decent. Well, that's anti-labor. Well, yeah. If they shut the government down, a political strike would be appropriate. However, not necessarily uh, uh, not necessarily easy. 
Yes. We have a caller. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, JC here. I was just wanting to be clear on that. Now, when the governor, if he gets that uh, deal he wants, is he saying that he will be able to take uh, from people that can afford private schools? Uh-huh. And they, he would be able to take a voucher from the other schools and yeah. along with their wealth? Yep, that's right. Yeah, it'd be your money. They take they take your money. Yes, I see. It's it's an encouragement to vote. Yes, sir. It certainly is. In in a funny kind of way, I'm kind of glad he did he did what he did about asking the churches to uh, to tell their congregations to vote for this, even though it's clearly it's very clearly illegal. But it does show. That the Catholic Church has been behind this all along. Yep, uh, they've all they've they've managed to keep their skirts out of view, but the fact <laughs> is, it's the Catholic Church that's been pushing all this time to get tax money to fund their yes. religious schools. Yep, I see. So uh-huh. the, what he's saying is, the ones that can't afford to drive their students somewhere else, not to mention they can't afford the other part of the tuition, right? Uh, go to hell. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, Public let, schools. Let the other, I ain't worried about other schools. I just worried about the private rich schools. Yeah. Well, think about how important the schools were at the end of the Civil War when African-American people were not allowed to learn to read. Mm-hmm. They had never been allowed to learn to read. It was clearly illegal. You could get shot for it. So, or you, you'd certainly get whipped for it. So... We had a turnaround in America, a, a big step forward in democracy, when we finally got public education for everybody. It wasn't equal. No. We had to fight up to 1954 and after that to try to make our public schools more equal, and we're still fighting on that, but at least we had public schools. That's right. That was a big step forward, and now... They're trying to undermine the public schools, take that money away, and give it to the private schools where the rich people have been going all along. One more for our voters to encourage and understand. This Mm -hmm. is the way they see it. Mm -hmm. What goes in Texas goes to the nation. That's right. Paxton has already got off. That means Trump will get off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And everything else will be a chain reaction. Do you think Trump will get off because Paxton got off? I do think so. That's a great you know, observation. What goes in Texas mm-hmm. will go through the next one. That's what I see. This is the testing ground. Mm-hmm. The, schools, the schools is the same. If they win the school thing, then it will so goes the nation. That's why voting is so bloody important. I agree, Bonnie. Thank I you. Agree. Thank you, brother. Get folks out. Get them to vote. Thank you so much. We got a full lines this morning. Good morning. Thanks for morning. calling KNON. Hello? Oh, morning, Bun. And uh, yeah, I uh, wanted to uh, thank. There was somebody did a nice piece of uh, of uh, basic history in uh, what looms, you know. And if uh, we don't have to fall for it, but uh, it's it's you don't give up early. That's for dang sure. But uh, I was going to just raise the concept, also like a little history piece, the company town. That's what they're trying to build in a, a nation, in a national way. Uh-huh. And the richest guy, no matter how stupid the richest guy is, uh, everybody has to bow down to the stupid uh, rich guy. And I'm the guy that calls from California, where we chased Elon Musk down to Texas. Yeah, thanks a lot. And, Appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, he. But it's you know he's the one that's uh, inducing this, and he's using his algorithms and whatnot to sucker Texas into so, paying for his stupid ideas. And that's why and you got to get off of the X. Mm-hmm. Don't support that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it just oh, and the other thing, uh, it, it, the other aspect about not giving up early is uh, there's no honor in thieves. You know, these guys are stabbing each other in the back, and we're not even seeing it. Oh, no. We're seeing it. That's Big true. Big bag of rats. That's Big true. Big bag yeah. of rats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there, there's, uh, there's no honor in thieves, and as long as you pay attention to how they're stabbing each other in the back, you can work your way out of it. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, the biggest okay. thing, though, is saving the planet. 
That's, that's yeah, a really good observation, but you got to wind it up. We've got several people waiting. Go ahead. You know, saving the planet, uh, because these old boys will poison it. They're making money killing the planet, and nobody is getting paid to save it. Okay. Right. Wisdom from California. Thanks right. so much. Thanks. we got to move on, those. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNW, and thanks for waiting. Hello. Hello. Yeah, you on the air? Yeah. Okay, so the guys there, Paxton getting off, and y'all believe Trump getting off. No, y'all. <laughs> now, that was his opinion, not y'all, okay? Yeah. So, uh, well, uh, you know, when is Hunter Biden going to prison? His daddy put a lot uh-huh. of practice for doing the same thing he done did. He's in trouble, too, isn't he? Yeah, but when is he going to prison? And I, I heard, I also heard that there's a Democratic senator in New Jersey he is, that's yes. uh, got his hands in the in the trough. And this will be the second indictment. The first indictment resulted in a trial with a hung jury. Mm-hmm. So, so what do you think, brother? Do you think they're all going to get off like Paxton did? Well, I mean, you know, time will tell. I see. All right, I thanks would, so much. We got to wait. We got to move on. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Morning. How's it going? Hi. Uh, Trump got, uh, Paxton got off. Does that mean Trump will get off? Uh, no, that's two different states. Thank you. One's in Georgia, one's Texas. Mm hmm. Hey, the real, the real, the, the quick question, uh, I guess I'm supporting the giving the money to some of the private schools. The reason and charter schools, the reason why is that I live across the street from some school that my, my kids went growing up. When they were small, that's uh, like pre-K program and all of that. Wait, wait a minute, brother. He's cutting in and out on me. Bonnie, can you understand him? Yeah, it's cutting in and out. I'm not sure. It's cutting in and out. Yeah. You need to get up close to your phone. Uh, I'm sure we, we really want to hear what you got to say, but well, but it's, we're only getting every other syllable. Can y'all hear me now? Better. Okay, try it now. Okay. Um, the reason I'm for against giving the money to the charter schools or some of the private schools is this. Um, when my kids were small and I lived directly across the street from the school that they went to when they actually started being put like first and second grade and everything, um, in order for my kids to go to like pre-K and all of that, um, I had to end up paying and sending them to a private school. Um, due to the fact that they said that we earn too much and we're living directly across the street and they were giving those spots to um, people that number one weren't even citizens but then two they were also giving it to uh, people that didn't live um, in the area that was close mm-hmm. but they were moving them over for the fact saying that they were low income I see. and I'm living directly across the street and I'm paying taxes and they jumped on you for earning too much. So I see. Is, is was that a charter school that I have to send them to? No, you, no, that you live across the street from. No, I live across the street from a public school. In what jurisdiction? In what jurisdiction was Dallas? Okay, Dallas ISD. I yeah. How long ago was this? Because I can tell you, the last twenty years that hadn't been happening. Hmm. Say again. That has not been happening in the last 20 years. So I'm trying to figure no, he's, out. He's talking about pre-K. They do have. Pre-K uh, is free. Oh, it is? Yes, okay. sir. All right. Pre-K I didn't understand is free. I, All right. You want, you want to wrap it up, brother? We got people waiting. Okay. Look, I can tell you for a fact that is because soon after that, my wife ended up getting a job at a charter school. And half those, over half those children that, went, that were there in her class were actually kids from my neighborhood because they depend that the parents earn too much because they live directly from earns too much. Public schools take every single child. Charter schools have a choice. Sir, I'm sorry, that's not true. Maybe he got the public schools on the charters next time. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Gotcha. Thanks. Bye bye. Bye bye. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Thanks for waiting. Good morning, Gene and Bernie. How are you all this morning? Fine, thanks. How about you? Uh, I am fantastic. Listen, let me get to the... First of all, Gene, I need to let you know that the... uh, um, You made a statement earlier, and I agree with it, but I want to also point out that the uh, uh, 
who is that you're talking about the Catholic Church the Catholic Church actually runs all religion you know, if you go back and do the research you know they're they're over every uh, uh, religion it is because they're the ones that started it but my well, comment is my comment is I just want to throw that out real quick because I know y'all run it you do the research and you find out yourself they run all religion but anyway um, my comment is that and this is going to make money kids spin because you're always talking about voting I'm totally against it but I believe voting is a tool that you can use but I'm going to make a whole spin when I say this to all people of color I agree with the mayor for jumping parties and going to the Republican Party. I think we all need to start voting Republican. You feel better? We've been voting Democrat too long, mm-hmm. and they ain't doing jack for us. And, and so it's time no. we start doing something different. Okay. Uh, let's get it all straight now. You're saying the Catholic Church runs. The Catholic Church runs all the religions. Uh-huh. And then you're saying that, that, that Bonnie is wrong when yeah. she says everybody should vote. Yeah. And then you're saying that everybody should vote Republican. And then you were going to tell you why they should vote Republican? I, I didn't get that yeah, part. Correct. Correct. Why should they vote Republican? Well, well, again, Bernie's always saying we need to vote. I don't think we need to vote anymore. Okay. I think we need to create our own stuff. But to tell Bernie, and I'm going to help her head keep spinning. No, baby, you ain't making my head spin. I got more sense than that. Must, if we must vote. <clears throat> Then I think we must vote Republican, and I'm going to tell you why. Well, you go right on ahead. That, that's the part I want to hear. You were going to tell us why. We've been voting, and I'm saying black people. Both of y'all are white. Neither one of y'all have went through what we've been through. You don't have any idea what either one of us has been through, okay, brother? So back off of that, okay? Let's not argue black and white. I know you're not black, and that's so you don't know what you ain't been okay. through. Okay, okay bye-bye. So anyway, African-Americans should vote Republican. <sighs> But you ain't never got around to the point about why they should. Yeah. Yes, because you keep interrupting me. Well, come so, on, tell we us. Need to, we need to start voting Republican because maybe we'll get a little bit more than what we were getting from the maybe. Democrat. Maybe. Okay. That's a good point. Okay. Appreciate it. Okay. Thanks for calling. So people should vote, black people should vote Republican because maybe. Maybe. They'll get a little bit more. All right. Okay, we're going to Or they take... should not vote at all. That's right, because which... then you won't get anything. Well, all right. Do we have to take a break? Yes. Yeah. Everybody yes. that's waiting, please wait until we get through the break. Hold we have up. to do it. We'll be right back. We're back on the workers' beat. Bonnie has something to say. We have known Eric Johnson was a Republican for quite some time. Let's remember his last legislative session representing HD 100. He missed 95% of the votes during that legislative session because he was in Dallas hanging out with people in Highland Park, University Park, and Preston Hollow. So... So he's been a Republican all along. Yeah, he just and he just now decided to admit it. Yeah. Okay, that's we got to move on with the callers. Good morning. Thanks for calling K N O N. Thanks for waiting. Good morning. Good Hi. morning. Oh, I'm online. Yes. Yeah, I love it when women call. So we're going to hear some something intelligent. Right. <laughs> Heaven sake. Well, I just wanted to call and say I am a working hard mother. My husband has stage four cancer, and my six-year-old just got diagnosed autistic. And so my concerns are my kid goes to public school, Mm -hmm. and I cannot afford private school. And, Mm low. what about the special needs kids? uh, For those that don't know, the uh, autistic spectrum just got broadened even more. Mm -hmm. So meaning that there is a flood of all these kids that have special needs to succeed. It could be your kids out there, people. Mm-hmm. And I really recommend you all go out and vote. I work 
five days a week, at, you know, and it's, it's hard for me too, but this really is grinding my gears. Thank y'all mm-hmm. so much for taking my call. Be blessed. Thank so the you. private, the private schools do much. not have to take kids with special needs. That's right. They, let me point something else out. They don't have to take black kids either. Nope, they sure don't. 972-647-1893. The station just loves it when you call. Unless, we still of course, have the lineup. Unless, of course, the child is gifted and talented. Mm-hmm. Then they will take them. Then they will take yes, them. Yes, but if they act up and act out, they can send them home. Okay, I want to talk about the, I want to talk about the uh, the uh, auto workers. I like if it. If you don't mind, I like the economy it. is being shaken because the United Auto Workers uh, yesterday expanded their strike. They were only striking in three major automobile assembly plants, and then they decided to strike. 38 auto parts parts distributions centers. And two of them are here. You need parts to build cars, don't you? Yeah. That's what I thought. You're supposed to have parts when you put them all together and make a car. (laughs) There's there's one of them is in Carrollton. The other one is in Roanoke. Mm -hmm. They are looking for you to come and pick it with them. Yes. And they welcome you when you do come. This is something that the president of the UAW said yesterday to the whole world. He said it on Facebook, and it's a quote. We invite everyone to join us on our picket lines. So we were out there yesterday, me and Lou Luckhart. We're picketing in Carrollton at 2205 East Beltline Road. That's not far from that that Valley View uh, Starbucks. It's not far from the Valley View Starbucks where the y'all, young active labor leaders, are having a sip-in in solidarity with the Starbucks workers right. that are organizing. And that's tomorrow morning at 10. Mm-hmm. So, see, you could bebop over there, get you a cup of coffee, hang out with y'all for a minute, and then go over to the plant in Carrollton and sure take could. it with the folks. You sure could. So you can practice solidarity. Don't forget SAG-AFTRA is still on strike, and they have a big local in this area, and anything they need, we want to give it to them. We want to try to help them win. The reason that the union upsurge is going on, the reason that people are winning and starting to get a little bit better treatment, a little bit better wages, is because of public support. 80% of the people of the United States are supporting the auto workers against the companies. Really? Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Yeah, good morning, Jeannie. Good morning. Uh, talking about the uh, UFW strike, didn't I see that Biden was going to be on the picket line today? Yeah, they invited uh, <laughs> President Biden. It will be the first time in history that a sitting president ever got on a picket line. I think that is absolutely phenomenal. There's been plenty of presidents that have broken prison uh, picket lines. There have been plenty of presidents that have sent the police, that have sent the National Guard, have even sent the Army to overcome our picket lines. It's the first time in history that a president ever came and joined a picket line. Isn't that cool? Yeah, what do you think, brother? Oh, he hung up. You think it's cool? I do. I think it's really cool. I think it's pretty doggone. I mean, uh, we don't have, we've never had that, ever. Mm-hmm. Never happened. We've had the, the, he is the most pro-labor president in my lifetime. In our lifetime, well, not in my lifetime, because I remember FDR. Well, yeah. But, but uh, going back to uh, to Franklin Delano Roosevelt, uh, Biden can, can honestly claim to be the most pro-labor president. However, we can get everything we wanted. And the reason is because we don't, he doesn't have that much control over everything. But there is, there's some good things going on. The UAW strike, the United Auto Workers strike, and I'm proud to say that that is my union, even though I'm not an auto worker. I came out of the aerospace part. And the auto workers strike is completely unusual. First of all, they didn't strike just one company the way they always used to. They're striking all three of them. And they're not even striking all of the plants in those three. Now, yesterday, when they announced that they were going to hit those parts distribution centers, they only hit two companies. 
Because they said, we're making progress over at Ford. Uh-huh. Ford is, is not, not as bad as the other two. Until this and morning. <laughs> let, let me tell you something Ford did, though, that was really good. And what they offered. They're going to make all of the temps into full-time jobs. Wow. That is, wow. That is an amazing accomplishment. That is awesome. Because over the last Jeez. decades, the companies have been substituting temporary workers yeah. who don't get any benefits and right. get very low pay. Right. They've been substituting temporary workers to take away our work. Mm-hmm. So for Ford to, to have made that concession is a gigantic concession. And I don't blame the auto workers at all for not striking them. No, but they're very- striking the other two and they need your help. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello. Hello, you on the air? Yeah. Uh, can you, Gene? Can you read that profit statistic that you read last week about how much profit the automakers were making oh. and all that stuff? Because I don't think people are getting it. Yeah, here it is. Profits. Profits. That's the three Democratic automakers skyrocketed ninety-two percent from twenty thirteen to twenty-two, totaling two hundred and fifty billion with a B dollars. Forecast for 2023 expects more than $32 billion in additional profits. By contrast, auto worker concessions made following the 2008 auto industry crisis were never reinstated. That's right. So all those concessions that they made in 2008, they never got that back. And they got all these temporaries working in the plants. They got all these part-timers working in the plants, and they're taking away the work, and they uh, and they're not getting a decent pay. And that's one of the demands is that the auto workers say if they're out there doing the work, they need to get the pay. That's right. That's right. That's the way it should be. And the companies are squealing like hogs. Well, they're squealing get- like hogs in the slaughterhouse. Oh, I heard. I heard a good one yesterday uh, from. I don't even remember which CEO it was. One of the CEOs said, this will drive us into bankruptcy. Yeah, that's where they were in 2008, and the yeah. auto workers saved them. Auto workers said, okay, look, we'll give back all the all this stuff that we've gained mm-hmm. in our last contract. We're going to go ahead and give it all back to you guys mm-hmm. to save our jobs they for did. the future. And they did. They saved them. They saved their jobs. But now... I guess the companies forgot about that. He's still, he's still here. What else you got to say, brother? Uh, well, I mean, how much profit is enough? Good this question. Is where, mm-hmm. This is where it, it, it leaves profit and goes into greed. Yep. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the essential worker deserves to get paid a living wage. Amen. Mm-hmm. And they are making the money. That's right. All right. Yeah, uh, uh, they they need to they need to set a trend for these companies, these that are making billions of dollars in profit mm-hmm. and paying their their uh, CEOs millions of dollars out of that profit. Right, he he doesn't have to make twenty million. No, mm-hmm. he can make two or three. Mm-hmm. That's the, a million a year. Two or three million a year is a lot of money, uh, right. and it's plenty. Mm-hmm. And if it ain't enough, this you need to adjust your living. I've been trying to find the uh, the address the address where they are picketing in Roanoke, Texas, and I can't I didn't write it down, but it's on Freedom Road. I remember that. I think it's like three three oh seven or three seventeen something like that. Roanoke. If anybody knows, call in, because you can go there and picket, and they and they would welcome to have you, and they would also welcome you at Carrollton at twenty two oh five East Beltline Road, and there's parking nearby there. Go ahead, brother. I'm sorry to interrupt. 301 Freedom Drive. 301 Freedom Drive. Roanoke, Texas, 76262. Good. Yeah, because the essential worker is the one that keeps this world turning. Amen. Amen. And, uh, I can replace the CEO with a machine. Yep. Mm-hmm. With, a, with, a, with an AI. Mm-hmm. That's, somebody has to put that car together. Mm-hmm. That's right. And so... Uh, they just don't want to pay know. them. No, they don't want to pay them. That's right. Mm-hmm. They want you to work. They want you to come out there with a bad back. The lady says she had four neck surgeries and all this mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. That's partial. Yeah, and she had four neck surgeries. My mother worked at twenty seven years. Man, she had four neck surgeries. Okay, from, can, from can I outstanding and Let me read some more stuff about those profits and stuff. The CEOs of the auto company of the three auto companies that are on strike, and General Motors, for an ordinary worker. 
to make as much as the CEO makes <laughs> in a year, he would have to, uh, the ordinary worker would have to work 362 years. In Ford, in Ford is not as bad. He would only have to work 281 years to make what the CEO makes in one year. And at Stellantis, which is what we used to call Chrysler, Stellantis is 365 years is how long it would take. Now, you, know, you can guess what it is in Tesla, but you would not guess enough because it, it just goes. Oh, yeah. It's amazing how much the CEO of Tesla makes. It would take 18,000 years for one of those low-paid workers oh. at Tesla to make as much as their CEO makes. And that's why we need, to bring, we need to bring them on board, get those <laughs> folks organized, because they're getting a big shaft. I think once yeah. that people see how good the auto workers union is, I think that they, all the auto workers in America are going to want to join the UAW. Yep, yep. Go ahead, brother. What, else, what do you think? Well, you know, you mentioned something, the workers at Tesla, they're being exploited, mm -hmm. they're being manipulated, they're being used. Absolutely. Uh, making those $40,000 and $50,000, uh, 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 $60,000 cars, mm -hmm. and get $12,000, $15,000, $18,000, $20 an hour. Mm -hmm. They should be getting double that. Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's the greed that's part of what's wrong with this world today. What do you think about what do you think about the claim that the auto workers claim that eighty percent of the people of the United States support them? Do you think that's true? Of course they do. Because mm -hmm. they wanna they, they they know they deserve a raise also. Mm -hmm. You know, these, so these, these corporations that make too much profit, these CEOs have too big salaries and uh, they need to give up some of that salary so the essential worker can keep the world the world turning. Mm-hmm. Because they're not the one so building. People, they're not the people, ones are, building them cars. people are starting to realize that if we stick together and if we join together and if we fight together, that we will all come out better. That's right. Like one of the callers said earlier, maybe we'll get a little something more. It ain't no maybe to it. This is the way that people got up out of the mud to begin with. At one time, we all were walking in the sand pushing rocks for yep. the Pharaoh. That's right. And we had to fight to get to a better place. And it's taken thousands of years, but we got to a better place. And now they're trying to push us back into the sands to push rocks again for nothing. Yep. Which is what they were yep. doing when when uh, when this all when civilization began. Mm. So we are fighting for civilization. We're fighting for democracy. And here's the way Sean Fain put it. He is the president of the Auto Workers Union. He said, quote, we fight for the good of the entire working class and the poor. Oh, I like him so much. <laughs> yes. oh. also, I'm starting to save his quotes. Here's I'm another one he you. said I thought was pretty cool and pretty dangerous talk. He said, quote, we're going to wreck their economy. Because it only works for the billionaire class. Sean Fain, Automokers. He's Union. right. He's right. And it's about time somebody stood up and started saying it. Mm -hmm. uh, Claude Cummings, the president of uh, the International President of Communications Workers of America. He's been saying this for years and years. Mm -hmm. He's the one that got us uh, all to take the runaway equality, inequality uh, classes. Mm -hmm. uh, talking about, and this has been how many years ago was Herb teaching mm -hmm. runaway inequality? About ten. Yeah. Now so they, they bought all those books, and yes. they gave us free books on runaway inequality yep. and to we, show uh, that we were going to have to do something drastic to yep. change the world so that it no longer worked just for the billionaire class. That's right. That's right. This is this is radical stuff, isn't it? Yeah, real radical. Oh my God. What do you think? Do you think it's radical stuff, or do you think it just makes sense, brother? Well, it, it, it makes sense. Mm -hmm. But the problem is, the plutocrat always finds a way to divide the working class. Mm -hmm. That's well, they're working on they're working on dividing us now, aren't they? Right. And so what they do the, fir the first way they divide us, they divide us by race. Mm -hmm. They say, oh, you know, they're they're going to take your job. Mm -hmm. They're going to take your. They're going to get your daughter. Mm -hmm. and, it, and, and in the meantime, they're they're stealing from everybody. Right. <laughs> they don't just you know it's like it's like it's, it's, this is a new phrase. It's not it's not Robin Hood. 
It's Robin Hood. Yeah. Robin Hood. One of, the, one of the callers a while ago said there's no no uh, honor among thieves. And I think what he's talking about is the U.S. House of Representatives. They are out to uh, they're out to rob us terribly. And what's interesting about it is they can't decide how. They can't even get together on exactly whose throat to cut first and how, how deep too, to cut. And they're too dang busy trying to cut each other's throats. <laughs> I'm telling big bag of rats. Big bag of rats. You talk about nasty people, they can't even get along with each other. <laughs> we got to take a break. We'll be right back. Thank you, Leon. Talk to you soon. Monday. I hate Blue Monday. Woo. Got to work like a slave all week. And come Tuesday. If, if Fats Domino oh, could, could get his hands on us right now, he He'd would. probably sing right along with us. That's what I'm thinking. Well, that's thinking. what he's trying to do now. Yeah, yeah, yeah but we're thinking. He would throttle us We're for singing doing with him. <laughs> we were talking about Claude Cummings, or at least... Uh, Bonnie brought up Claude Cummings, the international president of the Communication Workers of America. And I want to point out that as far as I know, he is the only major labor leader who has pointed out that the thing that's hanging over all of our heads is this government shutdown. Yeah. It's going to cost billions and billions and billions of our taxpayer money. And the reason is because certain Republicans, if not all Republicans, are trying to cut our throats. Mm -hmm. So. Certain Democrats are trying to keep them from cutting our throats, and they can't get together and can't agree, and the Republicans can't even agree with each other. But the point is that they're going to bring the government down, yep. and it's only October the 1st. Is that is that more than one week, or is it 10 days or something like that? I think it's like one that? week from today, it's pretty, it's it? pretty soon. Uh, they, they are... It is looking like they are going to shut the government down, and we are fighting that with everything that we have because it's going to hurt everybody, and that's why I keep bringing up political strike. I know we're not going to have a political strike. I know there's nobody to lead a political strike. I know that it would be illegal. I know somebody would go to jail if they had a political strike, but that's the only answer. That's, that's it, man. Uh, we need to, all of us need to rise up. Now, I got a call yesterday, and I'm not going to say this guy's name, but he is a major union leader from several states, not, not national. Well, he's, he's a national yeah. leader, too. He's a national leader. He said, it is time for a national strike. He told me that right. over the phone yesterday, and I said, yes, sir. <laughs> I said, me, yes, sir. And, me and Bonnie have been saying We're that for ready. years We're ready. on the radio. But he said... This is a national labor leader. And he said, it's, a it's time for a national strike. In other words, everybody got to get together and pick a day and just say, we ain't going to We're work. We're not going to work today. We ain't going to work. We're not doing it. And if it works for that one day, then we try for a week. And if we try, if they, if they don't, we don't get what we want, we'll try for a month. And if that we don't get what we want, we'll just try it indefinitely. No, I know what we should do. We what? should ask Sean Fain and say, what kind oh of tactics do we have to use to get what people need, which is no government shutdown, and keep things going. Yeah. Now, Justin Chin warned us. Yes, he Justin did. Chin is one of the young active labor leaders, and he's also the president of AFGE Local 1003. That's mm -hmm. American mm -hmm. Federation of Government Employees. And he told us on Thursday night at the, at the Central Labor Council meeting that this is a desperate situation, yeah. and we are very likely to have a government shutdown. Of course, he's a government employee. He's right. kind of on the inside. They're the ones who are going to get their pay cut. They wait, they'll end up being either furloughed, which means you're laid off, basically, yeah. mm -hmm. or you have to keep working with no pay. But the services that they provide, like your food stamps, yeah. like people that, people that are lining up to get food every day, not yeah. going to get it. Because right. the, the nutrition uh, SNAP, snap, whatever they, what yeah. they call SNAP. SNAP's part of the budget. Will be cut off. Yep. People that are uh, that are people that are on Social Security, people that are, are lying in hospitals, the Veterans yeah. Administration. That's right. All folks. of those things will be, uh, if not... If not stopped, they'll be suspended or they'll be damaged. They did say because they'll be furloughing some of the workers. They did say the Veterans Administration will not be affected. They said they, they keep yeah, the veterans. Yeah, that's what ju Justin Justin mentioned that. Okay, the, the Veterans Administration would not be affected. So it's not it's not every government department, but, but it's, it's plenty of them. Well, yeah, it's many of them. I mean, we're talking about the EPA. 
you, you they furlough all those people they cannot they can't get the inspections done mm-hmm. well they already don't have enough people to do all the inspections so if people get furloughed they're not going to do any inspections yeah and that, that means work sites and and job sites That's how about this good. idea bonnie Okay. How about this idea? Okay. We've got to give the phone number first. No, 972-647-1893. What, what about this idea? Okay. Instead of just saying national strike or political strike, uh-huh. which, we know, which it was, we know is very unlikely. Right. What, why don't we ask Sean Fain? I think you should. I think you should totally <laughs> Let's ask him. the auto workers for a an unusual and new way of approaching Getting what pe- working people Getting need. Getting what we need. Okay. What do you think of that idea? I, I think you should call him. So let's ask He's Sean He's not busy Fain. right now. They're not really let's busy. ask the, the, the uh, president of the United Auto Workers Union what do we do? for a strategy for working people to get what we need. Because mm-hmm. there's a long list yeah. of what we need. And, uh, In Texas, we could use some health care for low-income people because, you know, that, that's been uh, a desperately needed for decades because mm-hmm. we didn't expand Medicare or Medicaid here. Uh, and when when the uh, COVID money has run out, which I think that was like May 1st, that meant a lot of people are going without money for child care. Poverty went through the ceiling. Through the ceiling. Again! Child poverty, child especially. Child poverty. Oh my gosh, and it's already the highest in, in the nation right here in Texas, aren't you? And proud? Dallas leads Texas. That's right. For aren't child you? poverty. Thank you. Oh, oh, but you know what? You know what I think? Now that... Eric Johnson has finally revealed that he's a Republican and bad stuff happens under Democrats. Well, I expect everything to change Monday morning. So everything's going to be good. Everything's huh? going to be great. <laughs> Homeless, homelessness cured. Well, uh, I, if, if he's just saying he's a Republican, all that's going to do is give more, rich, more money to the rich people. Here's what happened. I mentioned poverty. Here's some, uh, some actual figures that I got from the Salon News Service. Quote, childhood poverty skyrocketed from 5.2% in 2021, which was a record low, to 12.4%, almost a 140% increase in a single year. That was after... The Republicans, with help from Democrat Mr. Uh, Senator mm, Manchin, Manchin, they blocked renewal of the expanded child tax credit. So that's how it happened. That's how bad it was. A 140% increase in childhood poverty. So all you folks out there in, in Virginia, go visit your buddy Joe Manchin on his yacht. You know, because that's where he likes to speak from the back of his yacht to his subjects. So y'all should go talk to him and see what's up with him. You know, is he going to switch parties or is he just going to keep being a jerk? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Let me read this again. The there are certain people who want to exonerate Paxton and Trump, <laughs> kick out the Speaker of the House, <sighs> impeach the President of the United States. Cut taxes for the rich. Let me underline that. Cut taxes they say for that the they, rich. They, they say that they want to, want to change the budget, but what they really want to do is cut taxes for the rich. Again. Overturn the election process and shut the government down on October the 1st. If we don't do something about it, that is what's going to happen. That's it. 972-647-1893. Do you think that we are too, uh, you think we're too drastic, Bonnie? No, I don't think we're too anything. I, 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 I put that are. on my Facebook page. I said, do you think that the unions are being too tough? Mm-hmm. And everybody wrote back they're not no, being tough enough. exactly. They're Why lo- should we, you know, I got to I gotta give, I got to give a lot of credit to my union. I really do. Mm-hmm. Yesterday and the day before, the national CWA sent somebody down here to do gender equality training. Mm-hmm. Okay? Kind of teach you about pronouns and and different lifestyles and so forth or because and equal pay equal pay for everybody we mm-hmm. have to do this we have this has to work for everybody not just the white people not just the black people mm-hmm. and the brown people it has to work for everybody stronger together i keep saying that because that is the key stronger together 
white, brown, black, we all have to work together. We're all poor, okay? <laughs> and we have... And, and I think we have, we have listened to the women more. What did yeah. you think, Bonnie, about Pauline Mims? Pauline Mims is a, uh, is a leader from yeah. UAW Local 276. That is the General Motors local yes. over there in Arlington. That's where the big plant, 5,000 members, and it is the most lucrative plant that General Motors has. It is the richest plant that General Motors has. Mm -hmm. They're expecting to be put on strike, but they have not been put on strike. Not yet. Pauline Mims attended the Dallas Central Labor Council meeting on Thursday yes. and gave us a little bit of a rundown because she's the main source of information for strike information. Yep. Uh, she has uh, her. She changed her women's committee into the strike readiness committee. So what did you think, Bonnie, when she I, spoke I, at the council? I adore Pauline. She and I have, have served on uh, committees together. She is an incredible labor leader. She is brilliant. Uh, she she is tough, strong. And ready to go. Mm -hmm. And this is my warning for everybody or my entreaty for everyone in North Texas. When it comes to the auto workers, if, you, if you're not sure what to do, check with Pauline Mims. Yep. And listen when Pauline Mims speaks. Yep. That's, that's, the, right. that's the voice of yep. wisdom on the uh, on the whole situation that's for with sure. the auto workers. I think we all want them to win. But we all don't know how. Right. We just need to follow their lead. I, I mean, don't go out there and like try to go off and do something on your own. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, because all that's that may get you in trouble mm -hmm. and it may be counter counterintuitive mm -hmm. to what they are already doing. Especially illegal. Yeah, well, yeah, we don't want you to do that. Don't no. go out there and shoot guns at, no. at, at, at the General Please. Motors or something. No. Don't listen do to that. Pauline Mims. Listen to the auto workers. Listen to the people whose lives are going to be affected by this strike. And listen and to Gene because he's got his ear to the ground. I mean, they're they're we pay attention. And Gene's, I mean, you're you're in there because you're the you're part of UAW. I'm a, I'm in the auto workers yes. union, and I've been talking to them and listening to them through this whole thing. But I found out that if you want to know something, call Pauline call Mims, Pauline. Yeah. and she is available on Facebook. By the way, you can look up Pauline Mims on Facebook, and uh, you can messenger her UAW Diva. It's U-A-W-D-I-V-A on That's Facebook. Her. That's our girl. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. and you can messenger her there. I am asking everybody to start paying more attention to Facebook Messenger. Yes. That is one kind of way of communicating that uh, we could all use. Yep. And it's the most popular uh, platform that mm -hmm. we could all use. I'm going to be setting up groups. I'm going to be setting up chat uh, groups. And uh, I'm going to be using Facebook Live, and I'm going to be getting more and more people to communicate through uh, Facebook Messenger. Even though Facebook is a mess, and Ms. Mark Zuckerberg, who mm -hmm. owns it, is probably a Nazi or something. Oh, but gosh. nevertheless, we need to oh, communicate better. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Thanks for waiting. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Great, great, great show. I am very fond of Mr. Sean there. He has done a marvelous job. I'm pro-union all the way. Awesome. Awesome. All the way. I hope they get everything they need. But back to Texas. Yes. Hot Wheels and his gang. Yes. Mr. Mr. King got off simply because he knows where all their bodies are buried. Yep. No, mm -hmm. they were not going to turn on him. Nope. Mm -hmm. You're right. You're right. Simple as that. Simple as that. And as far as the, the, the vouchers, we must remember Brown versus Board of Education. Amen. That is when they started private schools. They didn't want our children here. That's mm -hmm. right. That's right. So why do they want them now? Why, mm -hmm. would I pay, why would I let my child catch a bus, a train, and a plane to get to a school where they don't want them to begin with? Yep. And spend my tax dollars there. That is, a, that is a great insight. That is a great insight. Thank you. I mean, that, I mean, that's just for real. No, mm -hmm. no. Please do not vote for that, legislators. Mm -hmm. I don't care how many sessions he has. Mm -hmm. that, that's, 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 that's just all I have to say. All right. Great show. Thank Remember you so much. Yes. <laughs> I yes. told you. I told you. We listen to the women because yes. they, they make sense. She says that in 1954, when Brown versus Education, Brown versus Topeka happened. That's right. Then 
all the all the rich billionaires started caring about private schools yes. because they were no longer able to keep black people down That's in right. the in mm-hmm. the unequal black schools. That's right. That's so right. after that, they start saying, "Well, let's abandon these public schools yeah, altogether. Let's, just, let's, let's take the money out from under them, and then start mm-hmm. complaining about it because they don't have any money. And then let's just wreck them completely and mm-hmm. turn everybody mm-hmm. over to the private schools. Wow, yeah. crazy." Yeah. Crazy. Good point. Mm-hmm. Good point, sister. Thank you so okay. much. We have the you. smartest listeners. Now have a good weekend. <laughs> you too, love. Bye. They're going to stop calling this place the workers' beat. They're going to start calling this the, the brain trust. Right. Where the smart people come with their suggestions. 972-647-1893. I'm learning every day. I know. We got a message on um, from the message, the message from the listener. Mm-hmm. It says, good morning, Bonnie. I signed a petition at Starbucks Uptown uh-huh. this week. Uptown. All right, Uptown. So Woo-hoo. Starbucks Uptown is going to organize, you think? I, I would guess so. I think that's pretty freaking awesome. Where's that place that they're meeting tomorrow, those Starbucks organizers? That's at Valley View and 35, I think. Uh-huh. It's in Farmer's it's not, Branch. It's not exactly on 35. You oh, have to okay. get off on 35 and uh, you go to... 2425 Valley View Lane in Farmer's Branch at 10 o'clock tomorrow. And then uh, it's just all you have to do is show up. That's right. Because the young active labor leaders will be there. And the reason I emphasize that is because young active labor leaders are leading the solidarity movement here in North Texas. And if you go to the Starbucks, you get a chance to talk to them, not just about Starbucks, but also about SAG-AFTRA and that gigantic strike and the auto workers strike and all of the solidarity efforts that are being being taken place in North Texas because mm-hmm. they are the leaders of that. And so uh, that's why I'm going to try to get up to 2425 Valley View Lane. I'll be late, but I, but I will get there. Before they leave, I'm sure they'll be there at least until noon, starting at 12, at 10. And then they will probably, is very likely, although I don't really know, they will probably go running over to the Carrollton picket line to join the auto workers at the Stellantis Parts Distribution Center. And where's the address for that? Now, uh, it is 301 Freedom. No, that's the oh, one that's in Roanoke. Oh, that's the one in Roanoke. Okay. okay, the one in Carrollton is 2205 East Beltline Road. Now, I think it's only a mile or two from that Starbucks. That's so great. So I expect that it's going to be momentous tomorrow at the sip-in at 10 o'clock in the morning. Some of them, some of them are going to have to miss Sunday school, unfortunately. But uh, that will be a way... To hook yourself into this this solidarity movement, and that's what needs to happen. Yes, everybody needs everybody. to get everybody needs to get in there. Yep. As as Sean Fain said, wow. we fight for the good of the entire working class and the poor. And he said, "quote We invite everyone to join us on our picket lines." And when he says everyone, he's not talking about just auto. No, workers. he's talking about everyone, mm-hmm. everyone. Even if you're even if you're a high school student or yes. a junior high school student, you know we need everybody in this fight. Mm-hmm. Every single one of us has to fight back. We and, can't uh, be uh, complacent or apathetic. And hey, I registered voters at. W.W. Samuel High School this last week. Mm-hmm. And if I heard one young man said, my parents don't vote, so I'm not going to either. Oh, my gosh. Oh and my he God. was, and then convinced his you friend. You don't want to be any better than your parents? I guess not. We are going to have to go, aren't we, Bonnie? Goodbye, Bonnie. Goodbye, Bonnie. Goodbye, Jean. And.